Welcome back, everyone. This is David Silverman from UH Ventures, here today to bring you part four of our four-part mini-podcast series, Call of the Wild Biomimicry for Healthcare Innovation. Again, this is a live event, so please bear in mind that there will be some sound discrepancies on the mic. For our last part of our series, let's listen in today to UH Ventures' own Managing Director, Kip Lee. the privilege of going after Dr. Pronovost. It's kind of like uh, being the appendix or the uh, epilogue, but um, we'll, we'll close with some, uh, some slides and some points about turtles, and uh, we'll uh, also invite uh, uh, all of you to network with each other, and we do have a surprise uh, behind the, the curtains here. Um, I want to share with you uh, some thoughts on turtles and also what uh, they help us think about when it comes to innovation. Uh, turtles, humans, have had a very interesting relationship. In fact, uh, human beings have had a fascination with turtles forever, it seems. In fact, in some cultures, they actually explain the origin of the universe uh, by, by turtles. Uh, in actually uh, one specific culture, they uh, state that the world is actually held up by elephants. And Below the elephant is a cosmic turtle. And you might ask, what's under that turtle? And uh, you might have heard the phrase, it's turtles all the way down. And so uh, turtles have been uh, a fascination of human beings for a very long time. And I would uh, propose that uh, you might associate with turtles the idea of tradition, stability, order, much like some of these cultures have presented turtles. Uh, turtles came up in our uh, recent conversation as we were talking about something very practical uh, uh, as we began to roll out our navigation and wayfinding technology. Someone actually asked, uh, as we were doing some huddles and planning for the rollout of this uh, technology, hey Kip, isn't, uh, isn't it a little odd that uh, we're talking about turtles and technology? Uh, they just don't seem to go together. Turtles are kind of slow technology, you want to convey modern speed. It just doesn't feel uh, intuitive. And then uh, someone else on the team said, well, um, maybe that's the point. Maybe there's a little bit of surprise. It's unconventional. And uh, we decided to roll with the turtles. Um, but it's also fascinating that turtles have been uh, associated with this idea of unconventional surprise for a very long time. In fact, uh, many of you are familiar with this story from Aesop's Fable, uh, where the tortoise actually overtakes the hare. And uh, you know it's not the speed, uh, but uh, very interestingly, there are other elements and attributes that help the turtle uh, overtake and win in this race. Um, let me present to you that turtles have been interpreted by human beings, not just as slow and old and traditional, but also as disruptive, dare I say innovative. And this is quite fascinating for us as we think about uh, many, many things. For those of you not familiar with Aesop's fables, uh, maybe the modern version is the Ninja Turtles. Uh, but uh, this idea of turtles and why turtles and how can they actually be flipped in some ways to help us innovate uh, as we think about uh, nature and, and the learnings here. I want to present to you um, this contrast here as we think about uh, and learn from turtles. And what's fascinating for me is we heard a lot today about how do we take some of the biological learnings 
the functions that uh, biology and nature affords. And we're able to create libraries, we're able to extract learnings as we're inspired by nature and come up with new technologies and products. What's really fascinating for me is also how human beings actually interpret these biological animals and functions in nature. And in fact, uh, we human beings have a very unique capability to not only interpret, but also use our imagination to flip, to put things topsy-turvy uh, when something is traditional and maybe has stabilized. So we think about turtles in the traditional sense. They're old. Uh, some of these stories, you think about uh, the, the Galapagos tortoises who live, uh, that live for hundreds, uh, hundreds of years. You think about how turtles are slow, predictable in many ways. Uh, dense, uh, but they've also been used very creatively by human beings to convey not only old but also wise, not only slow, in fact the tortoise and the hare, the story as it's always told, uh, there's always a line in there that says the tortoise won because he was slow but steady. As we think about um, tortoises, not only as predictable, but they're able to shrink into their shell, they're very dynamic in many ways, uh, not necessarily predictable, but flexible. And as we think about the, the tortoise in terms of their, their shell, uh, might be dense, but it's also very, very protective. I want to share with you um, some other thoughts, uh, because this is a summit on, on healthcare. What does this have to do with innovation and how you're thinking about healthcare uh, at the university hospitals? Well, the translation, if we think about this, uh, Let's consider some of the challenges that we're facing in healthcare. Let's think about, for example, seniors and how uh, seniors use digital products. Uh, it's, if you think about it on the one sense, if you look at the left column, let's think about seniors in the traditional way. Uh, they might be old and slow, predictable, dense. And in fact, that's the way we oftentimes enter into a problem space. That might lead to some very interesting solutions. You might think about better goggles. Uh, better glasses, bigger buttons, big fonts, as you think about the design of products and different services. But we can also think about the right column and turn these things on their head. What might it mean to think about seniors as users, as a demographic, in fact, the, the number one growing consumer uh, uh, and growing demographic that we have in the United States? What might it mean for, uh, for us to tackle that problem of designing for this ever-growing population as we think about them as, as wise, steady, quite flexible, protected. In fact, what I've just presented to you is not just the functional dimensions of how we might see this group of, uh, of people, but also uh, bringing to bear on, on this audience uh, the psychological, the behavioral, the human dimensions. Uh, in fact, some work we've done uh, indicates that they don't always want bigger buttons or bigger fonts. They want to be respected. I don't want to feel like I'm old. And so as we think about the different challenges, as we're thinking about at university hospitals, how can we get the elderly to self-manage their own care? We might consider some ways to design for them using the specifications on the left side. But we can also be quite innovative, I believe, by thinking about new ways of interpreting and imagining how we go about the work. I'll end with a really cool example of how human beings have done this uh, in the past using turtles. Uh, if you um, 
grew up in Korea like uh, I did uh, for some of my um, formative years, uh, every boy and girl in Korea has heard about, heard about the turtle ship. And I'll show you a picture in just a moment. In 1592, the Japanese in, invaded Korea in an effort to not only conquer Korea, but also to get to China. And uh, they came and they came through, through the south, they're familiar with the geography, made all the way up to North Korea, what is North Korea today. And then they, they decided to ping back to Japan and say, you need to send about 100,000 more troops to really, really seal the deal here. And there was an admiral by the name of uh, Admiral Yi who said, you know, if those folks from Japan, the 100,000 soldiers, actually make it to land, this is game over. We need to do something about this. And so in this moment of deep national crisis, they look to the turtle for inspiration. This is actually a, a page from Harper's uh, Magazine, 1899, a missionary to Korea, and actually captured this as part of his observation of Korean inventions. And it was, uh, uh, if you look at the annals of naval uh, history today even, uh, Koreans in this invention that was created are uh, noted as the designers, first designers of the ironclad ship. And what they did was they took those concepts that we just saw, not the left side, but the right side. The turtle as an inspiration for protection, a flexibility to be able to maneuver, uh, wise and cunning. And they actually designed the ship inspired by the turtle. This is what it looks like. It's a, a replica today. And it is with this kind of repositioning and reframing that uh, we'd love to introduce to you our turtle technology. Dr. Pronovost uh, shared a bit about it. Uh, we uh, would like to, uh, just a quick shout out to our partners, Logic Junction, local Cleveland-based company that's been a great partner for us. Uh, and uh, I encourage you to think about uh, how the turtle has been a great inspiration for us. So we uh, fully embrace the turtle, not as the slow creature, but as the, the creature that ultimately won that race. Um, let me tell you really quick about the backhand technology, and then I'll also go into how we're thinking about this, uh, I think, in a new, innovative way. This technology is very, very cool, as Dr. Pronovo shared with us uh, just before. It actually uh, requires very little infrastructure implementation, so there's the great promise of scalability. Uh, we use a little bit of beacons here and there, not throughout the entire facility. And so from a backhand, very innovative, and we were fortunate to partner with uh, Logic Junction to introduce this technology. It does use the Earth's uh, magnetic sphere, and coupled with the Inter, uh, at the intersection or the interaction between the Earth's gravity and the steel structure buildings. That's where it creates a unique footprint of the space with accuracy up to one to two meters. And add to that your modern day cell phone, it's able to do some really cool blue dot GPS inside of a building, which is very, very difficult to pull off. On the front end, we just introduced this technology uh, as part of our UH Now application. In fact, this is it, the announcement. And uh, we'd love for you to uh, download this uh, in your app store. Uh, and we encourage you that afterwards, following the uh, networking, to stop by our Cleveland Medical Center, just right across the street, to give the technology a run. Uh, we believe uh, that this front end piece is important. Uh, what we did was, instead of introducing another application for visitors, patients in their moment of suffering and anxiety, instead of you know, downloading another app, how can we work together 
partnered with our IT teams, our marketing team, to actually make this a part of the actual official app. Um, this might not sound that impressive to you, but to our knowledge, this is the first time something like this has been done in healthcare. And so as we think about consumerism and our promise to our visitors, our patients, as well as our employees, uh, we're trying to make things as simple to use, as easy to use, all inspired by turtles. Let me close with two comments. One is in your pamphlet, you have another small slip. Um, Dr. Kronobost, I'm sure you'll appreciate this. This is a checklist uh, for those of you saying, what can I do with this? Well, uh, we encourage you to connect with uh, our, our teams from the University of Akron, as well as Great Lakes Biomimicry afterwards. They've got some great resources and programs. But we also wanted to provide you a lead behind as you go back to your workplace, your home, your community, uh, to think about what might be a worthwhile problem where you might look to nature for inspiration. And we have a checklist. We've got a, a, a small uh, diagram of a process uh, which really, I think, sits on the backdrop of many of the presentations you heard today. Second, as we close, as uh, we'll bring this up, there is a, uh, it's not a petting zoo, but many of the animals and creatures that you heard about today that have served as an inspiration for today's programming are actually behind the curtains here. So I believe there is a turtle back there, uh, but also some other creatures. Before you leave, uh, we'd like for you to come up here and have a look, uh, get inspired some more. And also, please do stick around and uh, enjoy the rest of the uh, food and refreshments. And we'd love to connect with you one-on-one. -on -one. Well, thank you very much. Uh, very, very um, excited for the next steps we have at UH, as well as in partnering with many of you. Um, and uh, we wish you the uh, rest of the afternoon to, to have a great time and do connect with us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Today concludes our series on biomimicry for 2019. But as you can see, biomimicry opens up a rich set of avenues to explore when it comes to the broader topic of innovation. So we intend to dig deeper into future Health Voyager series and podcasts. Now, speaking of which, keep an eye on our website, our LinkedIn page, our Twitter account at uh underscore ventures, as we intend to unveil our next Health Voyager series topic and its date, which will be around the new year. Thank you again to our partners at Great Lakes Biomimicry. And if you're interested in learning more from them, please check, check them out at glbiomimicry.org. Again, glbiomimicry.org. Thanks, and catch you next time.